everybody, thanks for tuning in to the Mackey Method Podcast uh, with Marcus Mackey. Today we have a very, 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 very special guest. Uh, the man, the myth, the legend, Jonathan Manning of Cleveland, Ohio, of Table Solutions. Uh, he's been my friend for over 10 years. And today we're talking about screw your passion. We're talking about sales and entrepreneurship, ups, downs, losses, and everything else in between. So stick around. Jonathan Manning is here in in Florida. I'm so glad you, bro. I'm glad you. I'm seriously glad you hit me up. No nah, um, man, I was I was happy, man. We've been trying to link up for a while. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. We. But actually, you've been coming to Florida, and I'll be seeing your like Instagram stories. Yeah. Like, just, just. Uh, it's, it's just show up. Don't call nobody. Yeah. <laughs> I'm very bad with that. So you know, dude, I get not it. Not calling no. people is a very normal thing. No, <laughs> I understand. Trust me, you I understand. Business and then just leave. You know. No, I understand, yeah. man. I listen. I sometimes when I go home to Chicago to be like you didn't like my family you didn't call me listen I came here for a meeting yeah, and got yeah, back yeah. on the plane right, <laughs> yeah, 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 didn't yeah. even get a chance to get heralds nothing yeah, just nothing. like yeah, I just yeah. I had a goal in mind so yeah. but uh but I'm glad we were able to connect yeah, man, man. Uh, and um you know I have it's been beautiful for me to know you for so long you know I was thinking uh this earlier today that I mean uh Bishop Sharon, shout out to Bishop D.A. Sharon. Um, I've known him for almost 14 years now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've known you at least 13, 12 yeah, years. Yeah, around the same time period, yeah. So my mind goes back to like when I was right out of school and I came to New York, which is where you're from, and... Um, <laughs> We were we were doing we were painting. You came and got me from the airport, and we were painting a church. You remember that? Yeah, I, remember. Yeah. <laughs> I would have forgot that, but yeah, I yeah. That. We were painting a church, and um, and you know, uh, I we'll get into what you do as an entrepreneur in a minute. Yeah. But uh, you had that grit at that time. Yeah. yeah as yeah. a crazy entrepreneur. Yeah. And I was a kid coming out of like I said high school, and here you were. You're, you're older than me, but you were like. One, I'll never forget it. And you probably, maybe you remember this, maybe you don't. I thought you were crazy when you said it. But I didn't know you that well now. But now I'm like, I, like I said, I've been watching you. And you're like, now nah, I'm going to make 10 grand a month. Just like that, huh? <laughs> you don't remember saying that? Nah. <laughs> but it sounds like me, though. So I, I'm not. You like, no, like, like you was like, uh, and we were like, bro, you know, we had nothing. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like yeah, we, nothing. we ate, yeah. we ate McDonald's. Like, yeah. we had, you was like, yeah. no, nah, bro. You know, he's like, no, nah, I'm going to make 10 grand a month. And yeah. I, I'm sure you're well past that, but uh, <laughs> uh, but I I um but I'm excited to talk to you because for for and this this podcast, bro, is is really a lot of people like talk about the beginning, mm -hmm. like the the cornbread and beans mm -hmm. and the struggle. Mm -hmm. A lot of people talk about the end, mm -hmm. where you know you can look at your life where you are and say, all right. Here's what I've done in my life. Here's here's what I've accomplished. Mm -hmm. But nobody talks about the middle, bro. Everything, man. Nobody talks the about that. Yeah, that's the journey. I don't know in detail, but I'm that's what I'm really excited about. Yeah. Uh is to talk to you about the middle part of of uh entrepreneurship. Man, so still kind of appreciate, man, the way you set this up, man. Hey, man. Yeah, do you still do you still do that? <laughs> hey, you know what? It's, it's it's in me. It ain't going nowhere. It's still in me, man. Uh, it's it's really not going nowhere. This is my form of preaching, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. 
I got to get it out somehow, yeah, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but so so tell tell us like what you do um, and, um, you know, how you've gotten to do what you do for so long. Yeah, so so real real quick, my my business is an easy business. I do sales. Um, so we we are the middlemen for a lot of companies. Uh, we do sales on behalf of them. We pretty much uh, employ people uh, throughout the country to represent Fortune 500 clients and now starting to do some local businesses also. Um, you know, we would uh, specialize in direct sales where we speak to people on a face-to-face -face, uh, level. What I do is I... Um, you know, I, I set up the contracts and I um, employ the people and I, I train and develop the managers and, you know, we start uh, building throughout the country. Mm -hmm. And uh, we work with a lot of notable names that a lot of people know about, of course. And, you know, uh, this was something that I got into from my mentor um, that found me at 19 years old and he pretty much uh, was the first millionaire that I've ever met. And um, he spent about four and a half hours uh, with me on the very first day we ever met. And he just shared a lot of things that I've never heard in my entire life. Wow. And um, it was a, a total shift in terms of my mindset from that point on. I was pretty much going to be the normal, typical person. And, right. you know, just, you know, going to school, get a good education, get a good job. And then he showed me a $42,000 check that he made in a week. And, of course, that changed everything. Right? Yeah. So, um, and you know, he was in the direct sales space. If he was in any other space, I probably would have been in that space because obviously he was my mentor. Yeah. You know what I mean, but he just happened to be in the direct sales space. Um, so that's kind of where I've learned, which I'm grateful for that. Yeah. Because, you know, every business is sales. Yes. Right. And you know that as an entrepreneur. Yes. You know, every business is sales. So I kind of feel like if I was joining into another industry, quote mm -hmm. unquote, that people don't think is sales, mm -hmm. I probably would be focusing on things that don't really matter in the business as much. But because I'm in sales and I do sales, yeah. and I know that this is the only thing that really matters to generate this thing to really move, yes. I, can, I can see that now in every other business that I open up. Man, it's so funny you say that because... Um I have other colleagues and general contractors or <clears throat> people in the construction space. You know, we've only been in business for a little bit under two years. And people always ask the question of like, like, how did you did you grow so fast? And, you know, I haven't read the book, The E-Myth, but, you know, the, he talks about the the people that are technicians versus the people that are entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people are missing the part of sales. Absolutely. You know. What what would you say is the biggest myth when it comes to to sales? The biggest myth when it comes to the sales uh, that a lot of people have is that it's hard. Mm -hmm. uh, but the truth of the matter is everybody do sales uh, anyway. Mm -hmm. um, it's a basic uh, transaction that you want, and it, we do it in every aspects of our life, yeah. right? So. You know, if I want a job, I have to sell myself in that job. The same techniques that you do for right. the job, you can do that to close a, a fortune uh, or, or a yacht or mm -hmm. a house. You mm -hmm. know, you can take the same skills, Absolutely. you know, the same determination, same hustle, same drive. You was on Indeed. You 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 sought it after all day. You can take that and you can you can do the same thing. People view sales as this hard thing. You know, I hear people say, I don't really like sales. So what they do is they spend the next five minutes trying to sell me on why they are not good in sales, <laughs> <laughs> you know? And, um, wow. 
you know, I, I share with people all the time, that's not necessarily true because here's the reality of the matter is you're going to say, I don't like sales and you're going to apply to a sales job. Right. You know, and you might not think it's a sales job, but let there be no sales in that business, you're out of a job. Right. You know, so, you know, if you, and I tell people all the time, if you're in a sales job, which every job, every business is a sales job, if you're in a sales job and don't think you're in a sales job, yeah. then you're probably getting paid a lot lower than you really should get paid. Mm. You know what I mean? Because when COVID happened, the companies, they let go your position way faster yes. than the salesperson. The yes. salesperson, they're not letting that person go. It's the generator. Because they, they generate it's the sales. It's the generator. Right? So, you know, everybody can do it. Yeah. Uh, everybody, if they really uh, learn the, the skill set that is just natural human connection with people, they can learn how to be great at sales. You know, I, I, when I, my la before I started my own company, my last company that I worked for, I identified to realize, like, yo, you really got sales. Um, number one, in the, on, on the sub basis, like the subs that I, were working, I was working with, I just treated them fairly, mm -hmm. treated them with respect. And then our clients, our one particular client, and they were from North Carolina. Anytime they would come into town, we would pick them up from the airport, mm -hmm. show them the job site, take them to dinner, you know, buy them drinks, whatever, you know, just, but interact with them beyond um just a normal transaction mm -hmm. if you will mm -hmm. <laughs> and um and so one day we were sitting talking and and I, I was taking them to dinner and i said hey uh you guys got anything else to, that you yeah he said you know um i i like you guys to take a look at a 30 million dollar project you mm -hmm. know and i was looking at my hands like whoa yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know and here I am making seventy grand a year mm -hmm. for for someone else, mm -hmm. but got someone else thirty million dollar project. Easy, you know what I mean? Just like that. And so I'm like, if I so then for me I'm like, well, if I'm doing this for this guy, absolutely, <laughs> yeah, you could definitely yeah. do it for yourself. Yeah, 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 hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, and, um, and you are. Yeah, I am. Yeah, I am. It's only right. And it it, it I, I think that if more if more entrepreneurs and leaders would focus more on sales i think that it would drive their revenue it would and drive their business won't close you know uh, yeah. <laughs> business closed when the sales uh, close it's right? true it's yeah. true it's true and being able to to pivot in sales you know and and i've now i'm learning as you know some some sales are quicker than others some mm -hmm. are mm -hmm. like i i was talking to someone i was talking to devin who's the production i was like dude like i've been working on this deal for like 18 months mm -hmm. it's like mm -hmm. and i've probably spent about 60 grand mm -hmm. <laughs> to close it now i'm gonna mm -hmm. make it back but mm -hmm. i've spent so much to try to get the deal mm -hmm. you know what i mean and um you know, I'd rather go after it with everything mm -hmm. than not go after it at all. You know what I mean? You know, the thing that I, I share with people with in terms of sales, well, I'm going to say this part first. Every CEO is a CSO, mm -hmm. the chief sales officer, mm -hmm. right? Um, I like so that. I didn't write that down. You know, you have to be able to be the one that's focusing on bringing in the sales every single day. The thing that I share with people, however, you know, you were saying that you're making, uh, you're working on getting this deal. Some mm -hmm. deals are, 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 are quicker deals, some deals are longer deals. That's all good. There's a term in sales that we use called the law of average, mm -hmm. right? So everything has its equal equivalent average to it. Mm -hmm. So in sales, what I do is I, you know, if I was new and I was like, let's say in your business, 
I would have to track everything that I did to get every sale that I got. Right. So I can know a metric, right? If I got 10 of these and 10 of these closes, what did I do to get these 10 closes? Right. Have that metric and these this long form version, what is everything I did to get this longer uh, right. contract and track that, create averages now for that. So now it's not anything that I need to hope to get a deal now. Mm-hmm. I know I can get a deal just by following the same metrics. Because yeah. if it worked 10 times here, 10 times here, then I know that, okay, cool. This is how much I want to make this year. Right. Cool. This is the game plan. This is how you do it. Yeah. So that's kind of how I train the salespeople to do because you don't want to get up and hope to make money this year. Right. You know what I mean? Like right. it needs to be like there's no sales agent that want to get out there like I mean I hope I hope these customers buy this thing. Yeah. No, if you if you are a professional, yeah, you're tracking the details of what your the amount of phone calls you made, the amount of time, the amount of emails were sent. We did this boom 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 boom, and it led to that right there. Right. That's actually why I call it the table solutions. For the, if, you, if you don't know, really, uh, because uh, you know success in life is mathematical, like a multiplication table. Yeah. Right. Uh, one plus one equals two every single time, no matter where you go. Yeah. So if you can plug in the same like coordinates, you're gonna always find the same solution regardless. Man, as I'm sitting here listening and I'm thinking about like these like certain deals that we did early on, it was this. It was almost like this. I want to say a pitch, but it was. It's a it's a mathematical formula. Mm-hmm. It's the same process. It's the same conversation. It's the same thing. You know. It's and what we've done because our business is so competitive. Mm-hmm. What we've done is find things that sets us apart. Right. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we've done. We've partnered with uh, a guy who. Here, permitting. So we, I looked at the weaknesses. Like, what's holding us up? Well, permits are mm-hmm. holding us up. Mm-hmm. So we we partnered with a permit expediter. Genius. I shouldn't be telling my secrets, but yeah. <laughs> they're not gonna <laughs> we, do it anyway. Right, 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 right. <laughs> we partnered with a permit expediter, and we're offering it free if they go with us. Mm. So people, so like yesterday, I was on a on a sales call mm. where the guy was like, "Well, I'm trying to get three people," and da 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 da. And I'm like, "Look, here's here's how we work. Let me show you how we work." Blah 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 blah. And we're doing this and how much is that? It's free. Yeah, <gasps> done. Sign. Yeah. I, I thought I was gonna look for three more, but uh send me over a contract. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Done. You know? Done. And I I I, I, th- I think a lot of a lot of people, you know, only see the the cut and dry aspect instead of finding the 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 weaknesses. And I found that even from my mentor, like he'll he'll ask me like, um, because he he's a they, they do very large construction. And so um, he's based in Chicago. He's trying to get to do work here. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, Marcus, who's X, Y, and Z? And and this is what he'll say to me. He'll say, send me their information. Mm-hmm. He says, send me their email. It's not their email. Send me their website. Because what I'm going to do is, and this is, he's been in business for 45 years. He has 600 employees. It's mm-hmm. just massive company. Yeah, yeah. He's like, I want to find out their weaknesses. Mm-hmm. So that when I go to their their you know uh, account holders or the people that that they employ, I can say, hey, you know that guy. Mm-hmm. Here's mm-hmm. what we can do better. I love it. You know what I mean? And I'm like, That's like That's you know, he'll like sit. He'll sit look at. He'll say, well, they got a controller. We got three controllers. Mm-hmm. They got one person. We got you know, mm-hmm. and and people get blown away by that, and they win the deal because, you know. They know their comp- their competition. Yeah, yeah, he's prepared. Yeah, he's a pro. Yeah, he's yeah. not going to hopefully get the deal. No man, he he's a killer. I'd be like, you said that a lot of people sometimes want to do 
what they enjoy versus doing what they're good at. Ah, screw your passion. Talk to me about that, man. man. Cause I listen, I, I got some thoughts on that. Oh, that man. I agree with you on 100 yeah. percent Listen, man. I am team screw your passion. <laughs> All right. Listen, man, I'm so tired of the passion talk. I get it. I get it. Do something you love. I get it. But honestly, I don't get it. Because the, here's the truth. The truth is, the people that's telling you to do this that are super wealthy, they are now making probably uh, $100 billion at this point, right? So they're now looking at it from, it's, it's almost like when you get to a certain point and now you're looking like, well, you know, if I had to do it all over again, I would, I would count the, the butterflies that fly around right. this thing. You didn't do that. But you didn't, right. You didn't do that, though, <laughs> all right? So let's just, let's just call it what it is. You did not do that. Yeah. You bust your butt in something all day, all night. Yeah. People are listening to that, and what they're doing is they're they're jumping into things that is not really producing them any real money. Yeah, and they're trying to chase this thing for a long period of time. Now, if you have no desire to make money, hey, totally fine, understandable. But I'm talking about people that's trying to make money, which mm -hmm. is majority of us. Yeah. So you're 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 chasing this thing, and it's like, yo, I'm gonna do my passion, man. I'm gonna do my passion. Sometimes I find it so funny, like. People say to me, yo, John, this ain't my passion. I'm about to go do my passion. And I would say, oh, so you're pretty much saying <laughs> that this is my passion, right? Yeah. Like, I was born for that, right? Right, right, like, right, right. See, what I do is I build my passion in whatever I do. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, like, try to, you know, people say, what's your passion? Like, I can, you know, there's a rapper, I forgot his name, but he's, he's starting a Japanese uh, restaurant in the Caribbean, right? And he's not Japanese. <laughs> But he understands money. Right. And I'm quite sure the Japanese restaurant is not his passion. Right. He's going to figure out how to incorporate his passion in whatever he's doing. Right. So I tell people all the time, you might have multiple different things you have to do. The thing that I would do if I was you and I had six different things that I know I would love to do and I put those six things on the table, I'm looking at what is the quickest, easiest form of money that I can make from these yes. six things. Yes. And I would erase five of those things, which is a discipline to do. Mm-hmm. And just focus on this one thing, right? Yes. Here. If it's yes. the quickest, fastest way that I can scale myself up, I take that money, and then you can say, you know what? I've always wanted to do this. Right. But now you have enough money to now invest into whatever, whatever that passion is versus you, you know, you're just thinking that because you love it, yeah. you're gonna what, just work hard on it and you're gonna make more money. I rarely ever see that happen because even what sh the things that you love, there's so many things about it you're gonna hate. Yes. Darren Hardy said that when Oprah used to wake up, like, you know, Oprah, everybody gets inspired over Oprah. Oprah would be on the set for one hour talking. And people get inspired off of her one hour. They're not inspired over her waking up. And you know, you're Chicago. You know this. 4.30 in the morning, yeah. every morning, yeah. going to that office. Every single morning. Mm -hmm. Steve Jobs, a billionaire, multi-billionaire, jumping in his car, heading to that office every right. single day, leaving at their 12, 1 o'clock in the morning. That part right there, you're not going to like that. Right. And it could be in the space that you love and is your passion. And right. then you're going to say to yourself, ah, oh, man, I don't know if this is for me. Right. I thought it was your passion. Right. Right. <laughs> like, what do you mean? <laughs> what you, you do, whether it's CNC, whether it's billing. And like, I, I try to t tell my family who it's kind of hard, but it's like, 
if you do billing well, make that a business. Yeah. If you do medical billing or accounting, whatever you do, make it your business. Absolutely. Take the money from that, the owner draw, the profits from that, and then go build a dollhouse in, in you know, build it up. Iowa. If yeah. that's what you want to do, if that's yeah. your passion. If that's your passion. Do that. Yep. But I think that we live in a false sense of of reality where it comes to um, our passion and the things that we do. I want to I want to ask you a question because I know that and 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 you know as entrepreneurs we could talk forever but I mm-hmm. want to ask you as you have um been in business for what, 10 plus years maybe now Yeah man 15 plus Yeah so talk to me about about the the grit and the grind I I want to get into the story of of the real downturn in mm-hmm. a minute mm-hmm. but I I want to talk about and I asked um uh entrepreneur there's a couple couple on, on another episode is like about because here's the thing that's pissing me off right now right is this whole rest and and uh uh don't uh, get me <laughs> yeah, don't get this whole rest and balance. and and balance oh god garbage. don't get me started man and then people wonder and I, i'm not criticizing but i think i think it, it it comes to a reality of like when i hear people talk like this is like it's like the work ethic People say, oh, I got a work ethic. Yeah, you go nine to five, right? And that's a work ethic. Talk to me about the grit, <laughs> the grit and the grind of pushing something uh, for 15 years. You know, the, the the truth of the matter is entrepreneurship now is sexy. Instagram made it very sexy. When I got started in the entrepreneur world, to say to somebody that you were going to be an entrepreneur, they viewed you as a deadbeat because what you mean you're not going to school, you know, to, you know, so you obviously just what, you're just going to just. So what you're seeing now is fake entrepreneurs (laughs) pop up everywhere (laughs) and try to teach people in this space that they have no idea, nobody working for them, no payroll, no nothing, zero Zilch. No risk. No they liability. Want, they want vacations. <laughs> they want woosahs. <laughs> like, they want the cars. And it's like, you don't even understand yeah. what it takes to get to this point. Yeah. Like, the yeah. mindset of balance. Yeah. You know, like, people always say, how do you find time to do all these different things? I tell people all the time. I share this all the time. I live a and life. I do not live a or life. Mm-hmm. So it's not like I'm going to be a great businessman or a great husband. Mm-hmm. That's how you process things yeah. because you were trained to clock out when they when the boss told you that this is the end of work. Yeah. And then you go home and you don't want to think about work again for the rest of the day. Mm-hmm. But you want to boss up. Yeah, yeah. When yeah. the boss is up, <laughs> they're right. up at night they're right. thinking about the, the business all night. All night. You know what I mean? But all you want to clock out. You don't want to put in no extra mile time. The road of the extra mile is always empty. Those that traveled it will get to the destination faster. Right. Right. So you don't want to put no extra mile of time. You want to, like, the reality of the matter is I, I'm going to be a great husband. I'm going to be a great businessman. I'm going to be a great dad. I'm going to do it all. Right. And it don't matter what happened. I was sharing with this uh, on, my, on my Instagram the other day. I said the same level of passion and, and, and dedication, I should say, that you expect from your boss is the same dedication you 
you need to put towards your goals. Exactly. Because the reality of the matter is, if the boss lost their mom this morning, you still want to get paid today. Right. You do not care at all Doesn't what matter. they're going through. Doesn't matter. You are expect you hold them more with much more esteem yes. than you hold yourself. Yes. Because all you talk about is balance, rest, uh, all the you know f- freedom, all these things that you're not willing to to bust your butt. So right. you get upset because they're now in Dubai. Right. And and here's the crazy part: you don't know what they did to get there, and you don't know that they're still working. Yeah. <laughs> like everybody always talks about, like, yo, John, I see you traveling all the time. No, like, you see this. What? What's up, guys? Yo, I'm out here. And once that's over, it's like. All right, how much we lost? Uh, that right. right there? Like, you know right. what I mean? You're not seeing that. They don't see that. You don't see the fact that, uh, yes, I'm in Dubai, yes, but I'm doing payroll at 3 o'clock in the morning because it's eight-hour time right. difference. You know right. what I mean? Like, you don't see those things. Exactly. You're not willing, exactly. To, you're not willing to sacrifice the nightclubs uh, sometimes right. because you got to get a contract done. You're not willing to do the, the the knowing that you're drained out and you're tired, but you got 50 people that need your attention right yes. now. You know, I told somebody the other day, I was doing a teaching in front of like 30 people, and I got a text message uh, a couple of years ago that my aunt had stage four cancer. In the middle of my teaching, what am I going to do at this point? You got to keep teaching. I got to keep teaching. <laughs> Are you going to stop? I got to keep teaching. What am I going to do? I'm just going to say, guys, listen, hold up. Pause, guys. I got to get away. I got to go away. Please don't talk to me right now. I need time. That's what they expect you to do. What? <laughs> is that real? It's not. And that's what they think. It is. And so it's, it's... Bro, that's why I wanted to create this platform because I talk to people all the time that think it's, oh, Wow. And they have no idea the, the struggle, the, the losses, struggle, the, the, the losses. The, 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 am I going to be able to pay rent this week? Or there's like all these things you're thinking about on a consistent yes. basis as you're building. As you're building. And as guess you're what? Building. With no safety net. None. You know, somebody called me uh, here, right, a couple of years ago. I'll never forget this conversation. And they were like, hey, John, man, I don't need you to mentor me, man. So I'm like, hey man, so what you want to do, man? I don't, I don't know why my business is like not really moving. I'm trying to get this thing moving, and it's not moving. I said, well, what do you do in the daytime? Well, you know, I work at my my job. I said, easy, quit your job. <laughs> I said, it's very simple. Nah, John, I can't do that, man. I got I got kids and stuff like that. So I'm not your mentor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So cause, because I don't know what it is to have a safety net. Right. Like, if I don't work my business today, I don't eat. You don't eat, period. If I don't work my business today, I can't pay rent. It's feast or famine. So there's no, I don't know what it is to say I have $1,000 coming in my paycheck, but I'm trying to do this thing. I don't know. I never did that. Maybe you have somebody that did that. Right. That's not me. I have to work all day on my business right. to make sure it's moving and grinding and getting to the next level. Yes. So that that mindset of grit, of just like, you know, people want the safety net. They want the balance. They want the this. That's it's a false narrative it that is. Instagram is portraying because yes. people are only posting, like you're saying, they're only posting their good moments. Yes, yes. They're not posting. And I, I really want you guys to hear this because a lot of people they go to the Secretary of State here in Florida. <clears throat> it's the Sunbiz, and they, I got my LLC, y'all. But but now now the now the journey really begins. They only think about it to the website. <laughs> That's all they think. LLC, business cards, bro. Website, maybe an event, and then in three months it's a post on Facebook to say, "Wow, yeah, I can't believe I started a business." And when when I when another person posts this, then you know you right. support them, but you can't support your own. No, you just not you suck. You don't, you- <laughs> 
Tell him again, Jack. You, you suck. Don't, don't be don't be trying to guilt trip me. You know what I mean? You ain't you ain't pushing your product enough in my face. No, no. no. So yes, I'm supporting that and other you don't, business right you now. You don't even believe this is this is entrepreneur roles, but you don't even believe in your product enough. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. To put it out there. So yeah, you know. I, I know, I know, bro. I, I don't mean I don't. <laughs> But I I, I, I want to talk about this because they don't talk about this. You know, I think I think people that actually have gone through it, some of them, they they don't they don't share the, these stories mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. they get enamored because people are impressed by them mm-hmm. and they don't tell them the times that they lost almost everything. Right. Mm-hmm. So I think. Um, I think these stories are important. So I know you have have a story like I, that. I got a story, man. You know, I got a story to tell. <laughs> yeah, so. no, I, 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 you know, when I started business uh, independently, 2012. Um, you know, me and my brother, we did business for years. So even when you met me, we was doing the juice company and stuff like that. So I always had a business element to me. Uh, I didn't know how to scale business and stuff like that. Yeah. My mentor uh, kind of took me in 2012 and taught me how to scale business. And uh, I came to Cleveland and I, I started building business. And honestly, I started making six figures uh, the very first year, right? Which at the time I thought was like big money. Mm-hmm. I thought I was the boss, right? Uh, 4000 a week. I was like, you can't tell me nothing. I'm, I'm, I'm doing good, right? And, um, you know, literally I started just building business all throughout, still learning that paying multiple offices and admins and this office is not doing well, so I gotta take the profits from this office to pay for that office. And then this office is not doing good also, and it's like I gotta take the profits from this office to pay for these. So I was trying to figure all that out, yeah. right? Better systems, better strategies. And uh, we were just hitting some major roadblocks, man, with clients and just me being lazy on cruises more than I probably should be working. Um, and uh, what happened in, in Cali, uh, we went to a, a place where we lost pretty much almost everything. I, I, I never forget the time period. Uh, we were strapping, trying to find everything to get money. Um, I was driving uh, from Cleveland to, uh, to Cali. Uh, people thought that it was because of um, road trips, but no, we just didn't have enough money. We had to just go jump in that car and just drive. And um, I never forget when I was in Utah uh, driving through the mountains, which is by the way, very beautiful, but driving through the mountains and my son's mom gave me a call and said, hey, John, there's a boot on our car. I bought my son's mom a car. Uh, Boot on the car. I'm like, wow, really? Wow, why is there a boot on the car? Always amnesia, right? You you didn't pay the bill. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Lost the car. Wow. Uh, And how demoralizing that probably felt for me at the time, you know, knowing that my son, mom, that I got the car for to take care of my son, I can't even afford to even pay for that right now. Wow. A couple with that, one month later, I parked my car in in front of a hotel, woke up the next morning like, ah, hold on, did I leave my car here? No, I probably left it over here. No, hmm. Did anybody drive the car last night? (laughs) Car is gone. Wow. Did they have the money to take it out? Eviction notice in the apartment in um, in uh, San Antonio, um, and uh, I I went I was at a crossroads where I had literally an apartment a studio apartment in Cleveland still which we haven't gone for over a year. I felt like if I got rid of that I would felt like I was homeless homeless for real. At least I always knew that I could go back to Cleveland yeah. six hundred dollars a month. And I had an office over there that the guy was being a little lenient to me at the time. So I was like you know let's go back to the office. Uh, I have some I had like five guys over there five guys they said John. When you come back, we're ready to work with you. 
So I said, Monday, everybody come to the office. Everybody said, yes, Monday, we come into the office. Monday, only one person showed up in that office to shake my hands and say, thank you, John, I found another job. Wow. So by this point, I'm on my face now. My, me and my wife, we are arguing to like the next level. I'm talking about, I didn't even know we was gonna make it through this time. Wow. You know what I mean? We arguing every night. Like she's like, I don't, I don't, I don't know what she was saying at the time. <laughs> <laughs> you know? But we arguing every night. We had to drive to Venice Beach, which was like three hours and away from where we were in Fresno. Just I, literally at a one-star hotel. Like I would have to wake up in the morning time, make lemonades with three of us in this one-star hotel, make lemonades inside the one-star hotel, buy water, drive all the way to Venice Beach, and we will be in the hot Venice Beach all day long selling water, lemonades, just to maintain this office still and also to keep this one-star uh, uh, hotel wow. and to eat some food today. Yeah. And we started realizing like we were just losing money still because we got to pay for gas, we got to pay for this, we got to pay for that. We only... So it just felt like, man, this is just, I'll never forget when I lost everything, I'm literally like, I'm, I'm, I'm scrambling around. I was watching Dark Knight Rises, right? And I, I started realizing that I saw myself in this mm. because in Dark Knight, Batman became... <laughs> I mean, he was Batman, right? Yeah. I mean, Joker was going crazy. Batman just, just Batman, right? And at the end, he he took down Joker. Yeah. Seven years hiatus, seven years of not being Batman. Bane comes on the scene, and Bane is causing major havoc. And Batman thinks that because he had past success, that he can just put on his his costume and go out there. And just beat Bane. Yeah. That's been in the gym. Yeah, that's been waiting for him. And he threw a punch at Bane, and guess what Bane did? Catch that punch. Looked at it and said, these has cost you your strength. Victory has defeated you. Mm. I sat back in my seat right there in the one-star hotel. And I was like, Laura, that's me. Yeah. I'm like, we became so successful so fast, we got lazy. Now that we have to grind, we think that we're just gonna wake up one day and just feel like, all right, yeah, we, we could do it again. Yeah. No, we got punched in our face. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You got punched for the laziness because there's no such thing as neutral in business. Wow. You're either grinding or you are losing. And if you build enough momentum, that momentum is coming back to you faster. Yes. So I had to really just stop and analyze like, no, I have to, I have to rebuild this thing. Thank God we found a car because we got stranded, no cars. I found a car for no down payment in California. They do those type of stuff, right? No down payment, what? nothing. It's crazy. Wow. I don't know. Um, so we, we found a car, and I dedicated myself from that point every day waking up and grinding. Mm -hmm. We were literally doing coupons to eat food. We were taking the pizza. We would have to rationalize the pie of the pizza. You know what I mean? Uh, where we will say, okay, listen, we, I know you're hungry, but we're going to eat half today, half of it tomorrow. Wow. You know what I mean? And then if there's a coupon in the back and there's something code there, we need to call that number because we need to eat today. That's why we laugh all the time. We was like, yo, when we went and like we used to get like, like egg and cheese uh, uh, McMuffin from McDonald's, if we add the sausage egg and cheese, that means we made some money. <laughs> 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 like, yo, let me, let me get a sausage egg and cheese. I made a, little, made a little extra cash today. You know what I mean? But we did this 
And me coming up with the strategies every single day while going through stress at home, while going through stress. Well, thank God my, my son's mom was not, you know, really giving me too much hell at the time. Um, but we were just all just burnt out. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you as the entrepreneur, you still got to wake up and figure it out. And that's what I'm saying. Like, don't like you. Like some people get discouraged over like not one or two people didn't buy. You're not even qualified to be discouraged yet. Not yet. Not yet. Not, not you're yet. Not, even, not when you, you ain't lost nothing you yet. You haven't even, <laughs> you haven't scratched it yet. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you, like, you know, thank God, you know, this is what I tell people all the time. You get a mentor. Yes. I literally sought mentors from that time yes. period. Yes, yes. People that looked at my situation and said to me, it's okay. You, you know what? I, let, me, let me stop you right there. Yeah. That'd be the part that pissed me off yeah. as an entrepreneur. Because yeah. you'd be, a, you know, especially as a newer one or yeah. like w- yeah. a younger entrepreneur. Yeah. You're talking to your mentor. You're like, the world's on fire. And they're like, uh, <laughs> it, pit, it pissed me off at the time because I was like, you're not hearing what I'm saying. We starving right now. <laughs> we starving. And on top of that, I can't even get back home. Right. Right. So. And it's, but, but it's the. It's the mindset. They understand it. The mindset. And sometimes having um, the, the, the sobriety in the mentor, the voice of the sobriety where, you know, it's like, I put this thing up on Instagram where it was like, it was like this diagram and it said what felt like the end of the world. But it, in that small part, mm-hmm. was it was just a temporary inconvenience. That's temporary. all. And you figured out, <laughs> you figured out every solution yes. past that point. Yes. Now, I, now, I, I'm so glad you told that story, but I, I, I want the, I want you to, I don't want you to, to, to tell all the numbers, but I mean, you're, you're well past, you're well past million, one, one million, yes, one million, two million, three, hey, <laughs> but, 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 but I don't, I'm not trying to put your net worth out there, but, but yeah. I want people that are discouraged to be able to hear the things you said, yeah. And look to look at you and be like, yo, like, yeah. Somehow, yeah, yeah, you figured that shit out. Yeah, God is good, man. Yeah, we, we uh, we're probably gonna close out a little over ten million this year. That's awesome. Um, in sales, and um, you know, truthfully, I think that's even small to the goals um, that I, I I believe we can actually achieve. I just know that that's easily attainable this yeah. year. Um, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to scale this business up to a hundred mil. Wow. On God. <laughs> I, 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 listen, it's all numbers. Yeah. You know, and, and, and that's what I have to focus on. It's all numbers. Yeah. It's a numbers thing. Yeah. It's a game. Like all it is, it's games. You know what I mean? Once you figure, once you figure out how to scale business, it's just a game it's at a that game. point. It's a game. Just figure it out. Just do it times a thousand again. You know what I mean? So you know, uh, my mentor, I, I saw his payroll uh, last week, and he had 1,900-something people on the payroll. Wow. I said to myself, well, Jesus, like, I got work to do. You know what I mean? So, you know, for me, you know, and this is why I, I would tell everybody this, you know, th- if there's anything that you take from this part, the cheat code is get around a mentor. Yeah. Because the thing that I do purposely is... You know, even with like Grant Cardone and all these other people that I, I've paid money to or to be around, I sit down in rooms that makes that makes me feel small. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like I don't want to feel like I'm the guy. We've gone through with the story you kind of told. We've gone through a similar situation in mm-hmm. business and kind of still trying to figure that out. But the, going through things makes you 
humble to be like, I am not that guy. I'm not the guy right now. I'm not. Period. The truth like, is. I'm, I'm like, the truth is. Oh, listen. One day I'm gonna be the guy. <laughs> one day. One day. But it ain't till I make at least a hundred mil. You know I what I'm saying? That I can probably say. But until we get to that point, let me humble myself a little bit. You know, and uh, and when I get the hundred mil, I'm gonna hang around people that's making two billion, yeah. and I'm gonna say to myself. But that's the that's the wisdom in in uh, in going through rough times. You got to go through it. It's though. the wisdom. It's a part of success. You can't. You know, there is no such thing as as just riding to success without the the rough times. Yeah. I tell people all the time, success doesn't care about what you think you care about. It just it's it's there for the taking. Jonathan Manning. Table Solutions. Yes, sir. This has been a mouthful, an earful. Um, I'm so glad you are you came on. Yeah, no, I appreciate and you for having me, man. This we is, gotta this have is you great. back more, you know. Yeah, man. We, you know, I think we could have gone another two hours. I, know. Me, you know I, mean? <laughs> I feel like I know. we were just hitting the nucleus. I know. I know. It's, yeah, I that think this it's was been great, an hour man. already. Yeah, this was great. It's, no, I appreciate it. So yeah, I appreciate you having me. Yeah, thank you, uh, Jot. I appreciate it. 